Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What About the Weeds? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you, humble, so thankful for your goodness and your mercy. We didn't deserve anything, Father, but you sent your very own Son to die on that cross at Calvary for us. He shed every drop of his blood for us, and he thought about us on that cross at Calvary. Father, we're so thankful that your mercies are new every day. Father, that you just are so full of love, you keep pouring your love out on us, that you're drawing all men to you, trying to get everyone to come to Jesus to make him Lord and Savior of their life, Father. And I thank you the blinders are coming off millions upon millions of people across this world before Jesus comes back and these people receive Jesus and have a ticket for heaven. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, folks, today we're going to talk about the weeds in the field. Jesus gave a very clear message in Matthew chapter 13 about the weeds. We're going to discuss what happens to the weeds and where they came from, all in today's message. Let's start in Matthew 13, verse 24 in the Amplified Bible. Weeds among wheat, 24. Jesus gave them another parable to consider, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. Notice, folks, Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven. This is about heaven. So the whole world should be very attentive to this parable. 25. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds or tares, resembling wheat among the wheat, and went away. My friends, too often Christians are not alert to the attacks from the enemy. Remember this point, the weeds, the tares, the apostates, those who forsake Jesus, they resemble, they look like the wheat, the true Christians. And think about this, folks. These apostates show up in a building they call church. They sing songs about God and Jesus. They tell people they are Christians, but the apostates have forsaken Jesus, the word of God. And you can read a lot about that, by the way, in Revelations. They have decided that God's definition of marriage is no longer valid. They've decided that God no longer hates the hands that shed innocent baby blood. They've decided it's okay to hate, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But they resemble the true Christians because the devil is the master of deception. 26. So when the plants sprouted and formed grain, the weeds appeared also. Folks, oftentimes, true Christians don't even realize they are in the midst of the weeds, the apostates. They reason that the weeds are okay, even though they support ungodly things. 27. The servants of the owner came to him and said, Sir, Did you not sow good seed in your field? Then how does it have weeds in it? 28, he replied to them, An enemy has done this. The servants asked him, Then do you want us to go and pull them out? My friends, God is so good. He could have just said, 
Just burn up all the wheat and all the weeds. It's just easier that way. But no, he's going to save the wheat, the true Christians. 29, but he said no, because as you pull out the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Verse 30, let them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, first gather the weeds and tie them in a bundle to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Folks, the challenge for us is not to let the weeds destroy us before it is harvest time. They try to tell you that so-and-so is okay, and God is really a God of love, so anything goes. You can do whatever you want to do, etc. Don't let the weeds destroy you. The next section is entitled, The Weeds Explained, starting in verse 36. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain clearly to us the parable of the weeds in the field. 37, he answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. My friends, Jesus is the only one that sows good seeds. There is no other true God. The Bible tells us there will be many false gods and prophets. The world will tell you that it is closed-minded to believe in only one God. But Jesus is and was God's plan. He didn't give multiple options. He gave us Jesus. 38. The field is the world. And as for the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom. And the weeds are the sons of the evil one. Folks, many people think there are three groups of people. Those living for Jesus, those living for the devil, and those living for neither. But there is no such thing as the last group. We are either living for Jesus and his word, or we are living for the devil. There is no in-between. 39. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. My friends, the enemy is the devil, and he sows and deceives the weeds. But the angels are coming to reap Jesus' people, the true Christians, for the great end-time harvest. 40. So just as the weeds are gathered up and burned in the fire, so will it be at the end of the age. Folks, nobody wants to talk about hell and the ever-burning fire there, but God talks about it throughout the Bible as he wants us to know about option number two, a bad option for eternity. He wants us and everyone to choose Jesus in heaven. 41. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, those things by which people are led into sin, and all who practice evil, leading others into sin. My friends, if you need to do so, please repent from doing things that offend God and leading people into sin. We have to follow God's plan, and it is in the Bible. If you are not studying all the Bible, you won't know God's plan. 42. And will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. Folks, we have to love people and witness to them about Jesus. We don't want anyone we know to end up in the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping, sorrow, pain, grinding of teeth, distress, and anger. The only option to avoid that, let me say that again, 
The only option to avoid that is Jesus, and being on fire for him will give us an eternity in heaven. 43. The righteous, those who seek the will of God, will shine forth radiating the new life like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. My friends, notice the righteous, those who seek the will of God. These people will shine forth radiating the new life in the kingdom of their father. God is love. He desires everyone to be saved. And he sent his son to provide a pathway to God through the cross of Calvary. The last part of this verse says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. Folks, his word is the Bible and Jesus is the word. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your word that you teach us and correct us, Father, and show us the way through your word. And some of the scriptures are tough, especially on our flesh. But Father, we choose to learn from all your word, Father, to rightly divide your word. And we choose not to be a weed, Father. We choose to reach these weeds in these last days with the message of Jesus. And we thank you that many of them will come to Jesus and receive his lordship. And we thank you for it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. Folks, and I say that each time, but I mean it. Please go talk to somebody about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.